Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, so obviously I want to talk to you today about Jackie, and I, I live here where the statue was stolen. It's also personal to me because uh, my dad is the is the executive director of, of the nonprofit baseball league who helped build the statue, and, and obviously you played with him for a long time. So today's his birthday. I know you've heard about the, the statue. Have you been reflecting on, on Jackie a lot over the last few days? Well, yes, I have, man, because I played with Jackie uh, nine, or, nine or possibly ten seasons. We're good friends, and uh, he's, a, he's a very high-class person. Of course, everybody knows he's a great athlete, but he was, he was a genuine, well-educated, and uh, a very genuine friend of mine. Absolutely. I think you guys broke into the Dodgers organization in the same year, 1946. He was in the, he was in the minor leagues. You were at a different uh, minor league stop. So what was the, the talk around the Dodgers organization when he became part of the organization? I'm sure there were a lot of conversations. How did, how did those go with your teammates? Well, we, there was never any friction or guys all respected him and of course it went both ways and um, we never had a problem with that and Jackie was a class person well educated and um, of course everybody recognized right away <laughs> I'm glad he's on our side yeah so you know you you were about eight years younger than him. Was he someone you looked up to just because, you know, he'd, he'd had experience, obviously, playing in, in the Negro Leagues? And like I said, what did you look up to him in a way? Well, I didn't have a problem either way because I grew up in a, a town of Anderson, Indiana. And my best buddy was a black athlete who was an all-state athlete named Johnny Wilson. And I'd had that experience, and it was no problem for me at all with Jackie. So we we were we hit it off uh, very well, and uh, of course I respected him a lot. And the, the race thing never entered our uh, in our in our experience. We, it, it was just he was a teammate, and that was it. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think the the race thing? Because you know, obviously, baseball to that point had not had a black player. Why were Why were the Dodgers or most of the Dodgers seemingly able to kind of overlook that? Well, we were glad he was on our side. 
he was a, a very exciting player to watch or to be a teammate with. So uh, there was no friction of any kind on our side. And he was uh, aggressive and uh, a very exciting base runner. So uh, we were happy he was on our team. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, he was a Dodger in 47. You were a Dodger beginning in, in 1948. Do you feel like things had calmed down around the league, maybe some of the opponents, maybe some of the, the outcry over him playing? Was that still there? or yeah, or that it had? Uh, yeah. Yes, you're right. It was still there. And uh, it lingered for a while, but he was such an outstanding player. Uh, that soon went away, and, uh, and he gained the respect of uh, other other players. Were you able to look at him? I mean, I imagine the answer is yes, because like you said, he's 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 on your side. But were you able to look at him less as a cultural figure and more of a teammate? Did you even consider him a cultural figure? Were you able to grasp the importance of that moment at the time? Well, I'd had a pre-experience that made everything okay for me with him. But I grew up uh, and had a close friend, Johnny Wilson was his name, was a star athlete uh, in Indiana. And he and I grew up in the same neighborhood. And so I'd had that experience already. So it was no problem with me and Jackie at all. Absolutely. So, you, like you said, you played with Jackie for a long time. I want to know what kind of person he was, who was the guy you were able to get to know, and what kind of interesting things did you learn about him along along the way and in those years? Well, I think Jackie understood what his role was, and he was, a, of course, he was an intelligent person. He, uh, he understood things uh, in, a, in depth. So he was very well aware of what he represented. And he felt, I think he felt a, a calling almost, you might say, to stamp the, the right kind of image of being the first black player. Of course, he was an outstanding athlete, number one. Secondly, he, well, he was a uh, person of character. Uh, things meant uh, something to him. It, it wasn't just a whole hum experience. So he knew, and he expressed it as well, that he was kind of breaking a barrier, and he wanted to do it in the right way. Uh, he, he was a good class person. Absolutely, no question. You, was the Dodgers the perfect organization for that? Uh, what what do you think uh, overall made the Dodgers organization from top to bottom as as welcoming as they were? Well, I think it reflected uh, the owner himself, Branch Rickey. Yeah, Mr. Rickey was a very uh, uh, a very kind individual. Uh, uh, he professed his Christian faith in the right way, uh, and he was. Uh, he was a very smart owner. He was very uh, tuned in for baseball. He he had a baseball mind. Yeah, and you threw a couple no hitters at at Ebbets Field, which is just incredible. Um, and I know Jackie. 
you said he saved one of those. Can you tell me that story? Well, he was playing third base, and um, there was a ball hit hard. Willie Mays hit a, hit a shot to his left. Now, one thing about Jackie, he was quick. Now, fast is one thing, but quick is something else. He moved, and his reflexes were so good. Uh, Mays hit a ball hard to his left, and his instincts kicked in. He made a beautiful pickup, made it turn it into an easy out. That was his forte, really. He was quick on his feet, quick hands, and uh, a very exciting base runner. Yes, he was an exciting player. I'm I'm just curious because that is amazing. I'm a big baseball fan. Um, I've, I follow the history and to be speaking to someone who says, well, Willie Mays hit a ball and Jackie Robinson fielded it. That's incredible to me. I mean, I can't even imagine. Uh, and you experience that. What, what does that feel like to be a part of that level of history? Well, I always, uh, recognize the fact that it was quite a, a rare privilege to be playing at that level and so I had an admiration for the status of being a major league player uh, I always felt like that was a badge of honor and I think it is I still feel that way yeah as you should um, and when did you hear about the, the theft of the statue well it, where I'm at in a retirement village uh, the word came down and I didn't really get to read the news coverage of it for a day or two after it actually happened. So I, would, I finally was kind of able to understand it. Yeah, what goes through your mind when, when something like that happens? Because here, you know, we didn't know Jackie, uh, but we want to honor him and, and, and celebrate him and celebrate his spirit, but you knew him. So how personal was that for you? What did that feel like for you when you when you heard that news? Well, it just turned out, Jackie and I, besides being teammates, um, we became very close friends. And I had grown up in a mixed neighborhood in Anderson, Indiana. And one of my close buddies was a, a black young man named Johnny Wilson. He was a star athlete in Indiana, and it was sort of a forerunner for my experience with Jackie. It was interesting it happened that way. But uh, I always respected Jackie a lot. He was a very intelligent person. Actually, in those days, not too many of us were college experienced. Jackie had been to college, and uh, so he was... He was a very intelligent person, and very driven. He was very committed to what he was. I guess he felt like he was trying to prove something. But uh, he he had an intense. Uh, Duke Snyder was my roommate, and uh, he told me one day, he says, Carl, you you want to see a game face? There was always a term in, in uh, sports that when a guy was really locked into this the situation. His competitiveness was coming through really strong. They said he had a game face. 
<laughs> he was there for business to get it done and get it done right. And that's exactly the way Jackie was. It was no nonsense about him and his commitment to his playing days. And of course, he was a superstar anyway. And uh, there's a difference between being fast and being quick. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned that before, but Jackie had this uh, these instincts. Uh, he almost made the move before he needed to because he he had such a good feel for his position. And so, uh, yes, he was very quick, but uh, it, it was it was just his nature. It just came natural for him. Yeah. I just had uh, one more question. I really appreciate you doing this, by the way. But, you know, you, I think, stopped playing in, in after 57, if I have that right. He was done, I think, maybe a year or two earlier. Did you keep up with him? Did you stay in touch over those about 15 years before he passed away? And and if not, I, I'm sure that you admired uh, the work he was doing from afar as far as the civil rights movement went. I may have already mentioned this, I'm not sure I remember right, but I had a close friend, a black young man named Johnny Wilson in my neighborhood. Yeah. And he was a superstar in Indiana. In fact, he was Mr. Basketball uh, in Indiana. So I had that experience to lean on, and it was a, a valuable thing for me to have that experience with Jackie. Uh, and uh, so that it was kind of like a forerunner. I was prepared for it absolutely well carl i i really appreciate it uh i appreciate your time so much it was a, like i said it's an honor to speak to you uh, a brooklyn dodger uh just amazing so thank you so much well i'm always pleased to recall those good days and those teammates of mine it was quite an experience absolutely have a wonderful day carl thank you so much same to you and your family Bye-bye. all right thank you bye we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.